This is episode 127, Releasing Trapped Emotions with Lee Mudrow. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. They say that anger is a punishment that we give ourselves for someone else's mistake. You can also replace that word with worry, sadness, resentment, or any other kind of negative emotion. So that's what we want to talk about today. And I want to really introduce you to someone very special in my life, uh, Lee. How's it going, Lee? Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Tudor. How are you? Thank you for inviting me. Yes, I'm really... We've been talking about having this interview for a little while now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm glad that we actually can sit down and finally do it. It's uh, We want to talk about... We want to talk to you guys today about emotions, and I want to introduce you to something that really has gotten a lot of wind lately, especially now with what Tony Robbins endorsing, the emotion code and everything. So... Uh, if you're not familiar with it, The Emotion Code, Lee will, will go on and tell you about it, but it's a book that's written by Dr. Bradley Nelson, and it goes into this whole system, and Lee can kind of break it down more for you. But um, what what is The Emotion Code to you, Lee? Like, how would you describe it? And you can introduce yourself to, like, what do you do and that kind of thing. So, Okay, my name is Lee Mudrow, and I'm a Emotion Code and Body Code practitioner now. And what the emotion code does is it actually gets, helps us to release the emotional baggage that we have. And that emotional baggage is keeping us from being bigger in our life. Um, it helps what we have is like negative emotions that are just caught in our body that can cause disease, anxiety, depression. It causes all kinds of things in our body that we, we don't even know are there. Mm. You can't feel them. But when you react to something, let's say if something makes you angry or a person you meet first time, you can have that feeling that you don't really like them. It's probably some kind of trapped emotion in you or them that you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And what Dr. Bradley was a chiropractor and in his practice, he started noticing that people had these negative energies in their body about the size of an orange to the size of a grapefruit mm -hmm. that were causing them to have pain. He would work on them. He'd get everything aligned in their system and they'd still have the pain. And he'd work on them week after week. And he started doing this body code and emotion code work with them and started seeing that it would release these negative energies would actually, the body could heal itself. So the emotion code to me is sort of like having a clogged pipe. Yeah. Our bodies are all made of energy. So if you think of a clogged pipe and how when it's clogged, you can't get the water to go through. It's the same thing in our body. Instead of a clogged pipe, it's clogging of our energy that keeps our energy from being able to move around the way it should be able freely to flow. And that'll cause diseases or something in your body to happen to you. It could be emotional, mental, or physical. So the emotion code actually can help you in all three areas hmm. by releasing those negative emotions and the body heals itself. It's not that I cure anything. All I do is release those negative emotions. And promote the body's self-healing. Yes. Much. Yep. It's so the body can heal itself. Well, it's interesting because these ideas, although they're getting, let's say, popularity now in, in the Western world, they're not entirely new. I mean, circulation, movement, um, you know, integrating spirit with body, these things have been around forever, right? So now yep. they're getting, uh, you know, more of a modern uh, interpretation. But really, it's true. I mean, our, our organs 
our body, it's like a, I think of it like a complex hard drive, you know, and it's like, I think they, they studied, I remember I wrote a blog article about this a long time ago, and it was really fascinating concept to me that they found that you can store in a gram of DNA, something like 700 terabytes, which is the equivalent of, I don't even know, I mean, it's, I don't know how many hard drives it is, but if, if a hard drive, if you can imagine an average commercial hard drive that you buy, I don't know what they're up to now, I'm sure they're like huge, but Last I remember, you can get one for like three terabytes or something, right? That's a decent, pretty huge hard drive. Well, that's three terabytes. So you can store, you know, 200 of those in a gram of DNA, 200 terabytes of information. You think about what do, what would we need all that storage for, you know, in our, in our bodies, you know? So if you think, okay, what takes up the most space? Well, pictures don't take up a lot of space, but movies do, right? When you, when you store a video, it takes up, you know, exponentially on a lot more memory. Well, what if our DNAs, what if our body is a hard drive for storing, what if life is a 3D movie? You know, if you imagine a, the, the amount of memory that would need to record all of the sensory data that comes into our body, whether it's, you know, like you said, emotions that happen, you know, stressors, life changes, all these things are being recorded constantly by the body. And especially we know that emotion has a big part to play in that because if you have an emotional experience, you remember it forever. Uh, so there's, there is proof to that too. It's not just like something that's made up. There's science behind the idea that we store our emotions in our bodies, you know, and that it's, uh, it's like a hard drive. So I, I think that's really, really fascinating. And what question I have for you is what made you because your your background's in IT, right? Like you? Yes, I used to be an IT data marketing database manager. Gotcha. So I've worked in IT for thirty years, over thirty years. So what got you into doing this? Like, what was the turnaround moment for you? I went to an event that Dr. Bradley was having, and he had several people come up to the front, and I was one of them. Actually, I had uh, slept wrong that night, and my neck was really out, and it was hurting me. And he says, I want a volunteer that's in a pain level of nine or 10. So I raised my hand and he picked me. And within releasing four or five emotions, my neck was better. I mean, like I could feel it. And he released a couple more and I, there was no pain at all. Wow. So it was like, wow, this is really cool how it works. And you've, you've treated people with physical pain symptoms and just by releasing emotions. Yes. And that, I now to... can do it. <laughs> now that I've learned how to do it from him when I watched him. I don't know if I would have believed it as much, maybe if I hadn't seen it. Right. Um, and I actually got to feel it and see the difference. But, you know, when you're at those events, you work on each other. He has you do some emotion release on people and you can see some differences for people. And he, you know, he says just about anybody could do this. Hmm. You have to use your intuition. And there's about 80%, 75 to 80% of our body where we could probably release several of these emotions ourselves. Hmm. But some of them are going to be very attached to you and you need someone to help you release those. One of the biggest things that we uh, encourage people, I encourage people to do is to re release your heart wall. 93% of the people in the world have a heart wall. Hmm. And what that heart wall is, is we as children, when you go through dramas or traumas in your life, you feel like your heart is going to break. It's so heavy on you that you build this wall around your heart to keep out anything negative hurting you. And what that does is it actually not only keeps out the negative things coming to you, but it keeps out the positive things. So by releasing your heart wall, it opens you up more to the universe and what it's bringing into you by having that released. And then if you keep working on your emotions that need to be released, 
you'll see that things start shifting in your life. How long does it take to release the heart wall? Like, what is that process like for most people? It usually takes three to four sessions to release your heart wall because these are pretty deep uh, emotions inside of you. And when you're releasing them, it depends on how how traumatic your life has been and mm-hmm. what traumas you have there and what, whether you're ready to release them. That's why you have to do it like in a layer of an onion. You can't do it all in one day. Right. You got to do a little bit at a time because you could react. You do... Many people react when you have this, where they could be emotional, they could cry, they could be angry, um, and you just need to release until the subconscious mind says, I I can't do anymore. Mm -hmm. Because if you push over that level, then you don't know what kind of reaction they'll have. And what do most people, like when you, like, I remember when I, we've been doing this now for about a year, actually a little more than a year, but I remember when I first came to you, it was because you needed some help with it, with the certification. And I was like, all right, we'll see what this is about. You know? <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> and that. I, I have done, like, I'd done, like, Reiki and, you know, all kinds of energy work before, so it wasn't, like, totally foreign to me. But uh, I will admit that at first I was like, okay, well, you know, I didn't really have a very strong intention or, let's say, a goal with it, you know. I, I didn't really was specific. But I noticed uh, that as as we did those, after those first four sessions, and I started to I started to see things in my life like move just just without being very too specific, but just things shifting in my relationship with people and things that would happen, people would call me or people that I would run into, whatever changes in life that were very meaningful. Um, and then I started to get more inspired, started to just have breakthroughs. You know, as I'm thinking about things and situations, I react differently to emotional situations that normally would have a pattern associated to them. So I started to believe in it more and more, but it definitely took a good, you know, couple sessions for sure, at least four or five, six, I would say, on my end. But um, in your experience with the average person, what is that path like? So, so they'll come in, let's say they do the heart well for three, three to four sessions, and then what's that afterwards? What is that period afterwards? Is it like basically they, would you recommend that they have a regular maintenance, like you go and get a massage type of thing, or, um, you know, how how is that track look like for them, let's say, after they clear that heart wall in the beginning? Well, after you've cleared the heart wall, it just opens you up to more things coming your way. So you're clearer, you're, whatever you're thinking of doing in life, now some ideas will start coming to you Mm. and you'll be more open to things. You may meet people that you might not have met before because you were closed off or Mm -hmm. couldn't feel that emotion. You could be depressed or have anxiety when you're around certain types of energy. So once that energy is released from you, it opens you up to more things. And what I find with most of the people that come to me after we've done the heart wall, they'll have things in their life. Like I've had couples who've come to me and their relationship, one of my biggest ones. And I have this as a testimony on my website because they came to me and they were really ready to get a divorce Mm -hmm. and they had a young child, two year old. And she came to work with me first and started working on her heart wall. And once I released it, she just said that, you know, each session, it just builds of what Mm -hmm. you're leaving behind and opening you up she wanted more money in her business. She wanted to be more flexible, uh, a job that was more flexible. And that's first thing that happened to her after we released the heart wall is the job came her way that paid her the money she wanted. She had flexible hours. She felt better about herself. And she started talking to her husband, talking, and he could see the differences in her. Mm, and wow. he wanted to know what she was doing. So she told him, and then I started work. He agreed to work with me. And then when I released his heart wall, they both said that, 
it was like it opened them up and got rid of all this baggage that they had had in their marriage. They'd been together for like, I think, 10 years. Um, and all the baggage that had built up over the years from the relationship was gone. It was like they had started over in their relationship. It made them much more open to each other. And they're both doing really well now. They're starting to think about where they want to be in life and what they want to do. They're thinking of opening up new businesses. So it's opened them up to pathways that they might not have gone to had they not uh, had the sessions. Mm. And then you have did the they people. both have the session? The, you treated both of them. They did. I mm-hmm. did her first. Yeah. You know, and she was open to it, and the husband actually could see the differences in her. Gotcha. And that's when he said, "Wow, I want to try this too," because she didn't ping him anymore mm-hmm. on things that would normally upset him, and he he noticed that difference. So then, when we worked with him and released all the emotions that we could from the heart wall with him which we also release inherited emotions. It's not just yours. It's what you inherited from your parents. And I can release from your father and your mother and anybody behind them. But I also can release anybody below you. So if you have children and grandchildren, the inherited emotion that comes with you when you're, you're born into that family and you get that inherited one from the mother or father, we can release that. And it not only affects you, but other people. Now, she noticed in her family that there were shifts shifts in other people, uh, her dad, her mom, her sister, you know, so it was like they actually could see from doing the work, there were shifts in the family hmm. and even themselves, you know, they, I still work with them. They come to me when they need a session. Like you'll see that if you do it like once a month, it's, it is like a massage. Like you can tell when you start feeling something's not going well, or you need that extra help yeah, for those emotions. Or, yeah. Just drained. Yep. You had anxiety, you're tired, depression. But your ability to sustain definitely improves over time, especially yes. after you clear that heart wall. That's That's been a, a key benchmark, it seems. Get get through that heart wall, and then you're able to really be much more open and process uh, triggers a lot yes. more. I think I, I really believe that the heart wall is the first thing everybody should do is release that heart wall and then release the other emotions because you get to the heart of, what you're blocking from mm. yourself. You get rid of whatever the blocks are. And once that's gone, then the other emotions, you, you'll see that things mm-hmm. start opening up. You start feeling more things and there will be other emotions that'll come up. But the ones that we release from your heart wall, those are gone. They actually, uh, Dr. Bradley says that they're gone once you've released them. The only time you'll get them back is if you have something similar mm. that caused them that is traumatic again. So you can recreate some, but they're not like going to be as bad. trauma, basically, yeah. that will bring those back. Exactly. Hmm. And what, in your experience, as you've been doing it, how long have you been doing this now? Uh, it's been over a year now, about yeah, a year yeah. and a few months, I think. And what what do you feel, I mean, you've, you've treated quite a few people in this period of time. You've had a lot of clients. So what what has been your takeaway so far? Like, what's been your, I guess, life lesson with this? Maybe about yourself, about emotions? What what do you, what comes to mind when I ask you that? Well, the thing that I've noticed the most is I don't think there's a person on earth that hasn't had some kind of drama or trauma in your <laughs> lifetime that doesn't cause this to happen to right. us. And because these heart walls are created when you're children, 
you're going to have those in your life. You're going to bring that energy of whatever that trauma was into your life as an adult. Mm. So many times when people have issues as an adult, it's because that energy feels similar to what they had. Even if it wasn't, even though it's a negative energy, Mm. you're going to be drawn to people that have that same negative energy. Mm. And once you release it, that's the thing I have seen with other people. They're saying that, oh, you know, this person, I'm not attracted to that anymore. You know, I they end up changing friends sometimes. Yeah, it doesn't get them upset mm. like it used to, or they'll say, I can't be with that friend anymore that I don't want, doesn't like that right energy anymore. doesn't feel right anymore. So it really shifts us and changes us and gives us more opportunity to the world. And it's, I mean, we all have them. They are there. It's really fascinating to me because, again, I, I still, I've been doing this with you now for a year and we've had several sessions and I still don't understand how it works, but man, does it work. Like, it's so crazy to see the sheer change and impact in my own life. I mean, just with certain, you know, I've been, I've, the, the interesting thing to me is, is that I've been to a wide variety of different, like, healing situations. These kind of things really interest me. I've been to seminars. I've been to, you know, on the, on the left brain side of things with, with that kind of stuff. I've been on the right brain side of things with chakras and energy and stuff like that. And this has been very, very powerful. If I if I look at just the amount of time and even the work, like you don't have to do anything as the patient in a sense. Like you have to be open. Yeah, I think that would be right. What would yeah. you say? Because it's not like, like let's say, for example, we compare it to chiropractic or you know where it's treating strictly the physical body. Let's just put it that way. Even though a good doctor is going to treat your whole persona, just the physical body. Let's say you're you know, super overweight and you have a lot of unhealthy habits, it's a lot harder to adjust your body because the body's a little more stuck, right? And somebody who's, let's say, athletic or in, in decent shape. Whereas, so so in that sense, it, it behooves you to get in shape so that you can get more benefit from the massages and from everything else. But that getting in shape part doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Whereas with this, I think it's more of an internal requirement, like in the sense that you, you, I'm not doing anything during the session. I'm there with you. You know, you're you're doing the treating, but you have to be open, right? And then you have to have an intent also helps, right? What would you say would be some of the things that really help somebody in approaching this treatment and, and getting the most out of it? Well, I think the openness is really key because if you're not open to what the modality is doing for you, uh, you're not going to be able to receive the releasing. Mm-hmm. I think that even if you're if your mind's not closed, even if you're a little bit open, because Tudor, even on the first time that you and I had a session, you came to it. I needed people <laughs> to be certified. So Tudor came to me and said, oh, yeah, I'll do it for you because I know you. Yeah, I'll do it. So when I started releasing, I only released maybe four of them because he was so shut down. He's like, oh, I'll just put in my time. I'll do what yep, she needs exactly. so she can get certified. <laughs> so he, he, I did a few releasing. And by the time he got to his car, he's like, wow, I feel a little different. I don't know hmm. what it is, but it's a little different. And I'm like, he calls me back, says, you know, I want to come back there with a real intention and be open to this. So I saw that even though you were kind of like, I'm just putting in my time, I'm kind of closed down. But because like I've done Reiki, I've learned Reiki, I've studied with Louise Hay was the first one I studied with, Wayne Dyer, Neil Donawash, Carolyn Meese. I've done Akashic record readings. So I've done a lot of healing modalities. Mm. And this to me is, it is, like you said, it's very easy it's nice. It's all I have to do is find the emotion within you. And you use your intuition for that. I'm, yeah. I'm actually connected and using my intuition when I do a session. And when you find that emotion and you release it, I release it with a magnet. Mm. 
It's just like if you had a magnet on a credit card and it releases all that data. Well, that's basically the same thing what happens with the magnet. Mm. And I can proxy for you and just do it over the phone. I don't have to have you in the yeah, same room Yeah, this can be me. done over the phone pretty yes. much, right? Yeah. yeah, I've done over the phone. I've done Zoom. I mean, I've worked with a person in Belgium and she was... She knew that we were releasing things. She could feel and they've it. they've had, even over the phone, they've had results like yep. no more pain or yep. I'm better in my relationship or whatever. Right? Yeah, like I've had people with severe migraines that they've, I have one lady that I worked with when I started that had migraines from the time she's 13 and she's 53. Wow. So she's had them for 40 years. So it did take quite a few sessions to get her to release some of that pain. But uh, when I started with her, she was on probably 10 or 15 medications to control them. She drank a lot of Mountain Dew because that would help her. Wow. We've gotten her off of all, all of those medications. The only thing she takes now is Imitrex, and she gets a migraine maybe once or twice a week. But she's had them for 40 years. Wow, that's incredible. And how long were you treated when this was over the phone? This is all, yeah, she's in Wisconsin. Wow. A lot of, ha, more than half my clients are in Wisconsin, so wow. it's always over the phone. And I had a lady who had anxiety uh, when she drove on highways. She would get so anxious, she'd have panic attacks. Mm. So she asked me if I could help her. And I said, I, I'm sure we can because it's got to be emotions that are stuck there. And once I released all of those, she has no anxiety. She has no panic attacks anymore. And she can drive anywhere. It was really limiting to her because she couldn't drive long distances. Mm. She had to drive around town and on the small roads rather than on a major highway. So I even had an alcoholic who came to me because his doctor said that he would die if he didn't stop drinking. He says, you're like my last resort. I've been in rehab several times and it hasn't worked. And he hasn't had a drink um, since we worked on him. Wow. That's been months. So, and he comes periodically. We still do sessions to keep him on track. Um, you know, most of the people that I've worked with, when they see the results that happen to them, they keep coming back to me for other things. The lady yeah. who had anxiety and panic attacks came back because she was having allergic reactions to things. And what it ends up being is an emotion that's stuck there. And it's amazing that just by releasing those things, like if you have an arm pain, I can release those if it's not something you've had for like 30 or 40 years, but you right. hurt yourself. I had a woman come in with a, a frozen shoulder and I... I worked on her for our session, and by the end of the session, she could move her arm. It was just trapped emotions that had happened to her. Hmm. So I've seen immediate results and some that take longer to do. Um, but I think it's it's like having a massage. If you do it once a month, like I, I work on myself once a week. Hmm. So you can work on yourself, you know, someone who has this, you can work on yourself twice a week. But there'll be my challenges that my 20%, I'm not going to be able to clear yeah, for myself. Exactly. And I go to another person who does emotion code and body code to work on my stuff. What's the difference between the body code and the emotion code? The emotion code really just centers on the emotions and pulls out any of the emotions that it can find. The body code actually is able to, we, you have to know the emotion code to do the body yeah, so code. That's pretty, you got to be. That's pre a prerequisite. prerequisite yeah. Yep. Um, but with the body code, I can actually find energies that are in your chakras and your organs and your bones. It mm -hmm. does pathogens, nutrition, uh, energies, uh, circuits and systems. So that could be like your immune system. It really gets a lot more specific, yes. basically, to the, to yep. the problem. Mm -hmm. And then you'll find that we, we have emotions. We create these energies in us probably every day. Mm -hmm. Dr. Bradley said you can probably get 365 of them a year just based on the things we go through in our life. 
Uh, if you have a really smooth life, you probably don't have as many, but I guarantee you we well, all good have luck. Them. Well, yeah, good luck with right. that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Life does not go smooth for everybody. Yeah, and even if it was smooth, I think that it wouldn't hold much ma- much value. You know, you'd probably get bored and unfulfilled. I think part of it is, you know, because a lot of this stuff for me has been, I haven't experienced so much of the physical stuff so much because all the things that I've come, that we've worked on is more like internal, emotional and dealing. But I've noticed that it's just shifted in such a dramatic way. It reminded me of a, a story when you were just talking now about how we had triggers, you know, and how it reminds us from when we were younger. And so, you know, you've got the physical part, obviously, that is huge. We we store emotions in our body and that manifests as pain in some form or fashion or, you know, suffering. But then you also have the side of it, which is the, I guess, neuro or learning side where we we grow up and we associate certain things, you know, certain this person's a certain way and then you create a story about that and you live your life around these different rules and then you create triggers for yourself that that trigger these emotions like anger or worry or sadness. And I remember the story I told you where I had gone out to, on the weekends I usually get hired to go to go dancing and, and do that kind of stuff. So I was out in a part of town that I haven't been before and so I decided to get some Mexican food and I had, I get paid in cash from these places that I go. And like, you know, I, I almost said like a moron, but I stopped myself. <laughs> yes, don't like, put yes, that out that's there. That's right. We're, we're, not, <laughs> we're not putting that out there. But like, you know, I I put that envelope with the cash. I wasn't thinking. I was exhausted. It was late at night. I put the envelope in the cash to the to the side in my car and I went to go get some food. I didn't I didn't think of it at all, you know. I came back and somebody had open and, and what's worse I left my car unlocked again and just like two mistakes that I just wanted to like pull my hair out but I came back and the cash was gone for that night and I was so pissed off like that was I, I remember coming to see you about it. I'm like Lee like this is okay it's one thing to be angry but I'm like seriously super angry with this like it's to the point where I'm like this is a trigger it's not just like like a normal upset like there's something deep here that we got to find out and I remember what I figured out from that was was profound and it it led to a series of conclusions. And this is what I'm talking about. You have the physical part of the emotion code, which is really beneficial for, for some of the ailments that we feel, but also the some of the things that you can learn about yourself. And that's what surprises me because I'll compare it to, for example, another thing that I did, which is Landmark. And Landmark, if you've done Landmark, it's kind of, it's a seminar thing. You go there during the weekend and they have a bunch of different types of seminars they offer. And primarily how it works is through language. You know, you you know, you spend a, a whole day in there, three days at a time, and you study the meaning that you make about things and you, you kind of learn to observe that part of your brain that's always making meaning and basically reacting to things. And so but it's very language intensive. You know, it's you're you're thinking about stuff and you're analyzing it. So you're it's a very language intensive course. So my point is, to kind of cut to the chase, is that relatively not, we didn't really talk too much about this. It was just like, okay, here's the session, here's my problem. And then it and then it would kind of come into my mind later what it was all about. You know, like I would just get the breakthrough without having to think about it too much, which that's the part that really surprised me. And I remember remembering being a kid and I was like in sixth grade and I had left, I was waiting for the bus and I had left my backpack at the bus station because there's a video game store right next to the bus station. <laughs> and, 
and I had to go peek inside and, you know, I just left the backpack there. I just was so like ignorant that nobody would, you know, whatever, take it. I come back and somebody, of course, had taken my backpack and the bus, you know, took off. So I remember, and then, you know, your your brain goes to the next thing, like, well, how did I feel? What was the word in my mind? And I remember the bottom line for me was, wow, that was really stupid. And my dad's going to think I'm stupid. And that was really stupid. You know, I just got so like flustered. And this whole thing with the money that I left in my car when I went out to go, you know, to that gig, it evoked the same thing. I'm like, man, that was so stupid. Like that I did that. I'm stupid, you know? And then, so I started to see, wait a minute, every time I perceive something that's stupid or somebody does something stupid or I'm stupid, uh, you know, I get super angry. That's the flow chart. That's the association. And you start seeing that like, holy smokes, like we're just a program machine. We have these patterns. And, uh, you know, that's the internal part of this, which is that you start to see these associations that you make in, in between how, how things happen and what you react to it. Like, what's your dominant emotion? That's another thing I learned through is that we all have a dominant emotion. And I don't know if you agree with me on that, but pretty much we all kind of have maybe like a couple that we kind of cycle through, like let's say worry and anger or sadness, you know, that's your general response to to situations. And it depends on what you went through. Because like, think about it, stupid, calling yourself stupid is (laughs) self-abuse. And that's one of the emotional things we find. And you had grief too, you lost your backpack. That's right. So what I am able to do is pick out those emotions that came out of you at that age that can release for you and then it opens you up. Now there, there are some emotions that people... Um, are not ready to release. Hmm. You know, so some of them may still be there that you need and it could be stuck in a different part of your body. Mm-hmm. You know, but the fact that that word triggers you, it's because multiple, because you had that energy inside of you, that self-abuse and grief and it was built off the stupid. Mm-hmm. Then when something else has that same kind of energy of exactly. self-abuse and grief and all those other ones, then it's going to trigger you yep. and that's when you react to it. And that's what this work does is that you keep working on those pieces that are like that, and eventually it will not trigger you. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the part that really blew me away. I mean, the, the physical stuff also blows me. I mean, it's it's phenomenal that you can you can have a session with somebody over the phone, and then they can experience physical results. Like that's just crazy, you know. I mean, it's not crazy if you really understand that everything's energy, so it's not. But it's pretty crazy because it's and. It's getting mainstream. You know, the the Western, I was just talking to a friend, he's an osteopath, actually, we're talking about health and healing, and um, we're just talking about how it's, the Western mindset is shifting. It's it's going more toward that integrated, people are starting to see things that have been around for thousands of years and giving them validity. You know, now that's really exciting news that, for example, Tony Robbins is endorsing the emotion code and this whole thing. That's really cool. I mean, that must be really big. Yeah, he met uh, Dr. Nelson. And he did some emotion code release for oh, him really? and his okay. wife. Wow. And that's how he actually experienced it. And wow. that's why he is endorsing it. So does Joe Dispenza. He also is endorsing it. If you look in the new book he has, he's got several big names that have endorsed this book mm-hmm. because they've tried it and they can see. And a lot of it you can do yourself. So if you read mm-hmm. the book, there's a lot of emotions you could help release in yourself. But it's the bigger ones that you need that you're subconscious mind can't let go of mm-hmm. and you can't probably get to that that's what the practitioners are for is to be able to get that i'm not attached to what your issues are exactly. i'm attached to my own issues right so i need to go to somebody to help with those bigger issues i have but i can help you with yours because i'm not attached to it mm-hmm. so it just flows to me and i know what 
it, what emotions we need to release. And as you work down the emotion chart, he has 60 emotions that he has on a chart that we look at and just know where it is, just what I just hear and know which ones we need to work on. Mm -hmm. And then I get an age. We'll say, oh, do we need to know anything uh, special about this one? And when did it occur? And I'll get an age for you. And then I'll have you say anything that comes to mind that is like grief. Mm -hmm. And it could be your grandfather died. Could be that it's somebody, a friend died. It could be anything that that emotion got stuck inside of you and was trapped. And that's why you're having the problems you have with that. And grief, as you know, when you get older, there's many people that'll die in your life that can cause more grief to happen. So just because you get grief once doesn't mean it's not going to be in there many, many times. It right. may have to be released. But as we release those particular ones for whatever that situation was, that is supposed to be released. I haven't had anybody come back and say, oh, I had the same thing again. It'll be a different piece, maybe. Mm -hmm a grief because, oh, my dog died, or that's when my sister was hurt, or something. You know, it's amazing to me how much this really shifts. And the easiest way to tell that it really works is if you do have some kind of pain, because you can see that the yeah, pain exactly. is gone. You can see the difference, objectively. You know? And I've done a lot of it on myself. I mean, that's what helped me really believe in it is when I started working on myself. I had plantar fasciitis. I went to a doctor, I went to a chiropractor, and they're going to have to do all these sessions to make it better. And I'm like, well, no, I don't think so. I'm going to do my work. <laughs> That's what I learned this for, right? <laughs> and within two uh, two sessions, I was able to walk. It was wow. like it never happened. It amazed me that it could be that fast. Have to do that? Like, are you on maintaining nope. it, or it's pretty much nope? Gone? It's gone. I've never had to do another session. Wow, that's incredible. And I've had migraines myself that I've worked on: heartburn, migraines, plantar fasciitis. I had neck pain, back pain, hmm. and it's just whatever circumstance you were in that triggered something. And I didn't always know what it was that triggered it, but I just started and asked, is there some emotion that's causing this pain? And it just, you start releasing those emotions and before you know it, the pain's gone. And that's what Dr. Bradley does in his events. He will show that. What are some of the most common emotions that you tend to see with people? I mean, I guess there's 60 emotions, but do you yeah. tend to see like a stream of more dominant ones that everybody kind of You know, everybody has different ones, but I'd have to say that Anybody who's had some traumas and dramas, I would say most people have like heartache mm -hmm. or grief. Those are probably the two biggest ones. Love not received. Mm -hmm. Those could be another one. But, you know, some people have totally different ones because mm -hmm. of their experiences. So I can't really say that there's one over the other gotcha. that comes up. Um, it probably depends on what I'm working on at the moment. But every person, it's interesting what you see. But the thing that I found from doing this work is that everybody's got it. Mm -hmm. Everybody has these trapped emotions. I mean, I work with people that are 80 some years old that had something happen to them when they were three or four years old and they're still carrying it. Isn't that crazy how we, we continue with these patterns until they're resolved? And this is why this is, I think it's so important to master your emotions or to, you know, I guess, uh, in, investigate your own puzzle in a sense, right? To To kind of see what, what is the, the loops that you're caught in? Because like you said, you can go a whole life and not, if you're not aware, then it just keeps running on its own. Well, you know, people are like you, Tudor. A lot of them will say, oh, I know I always do blah, 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 whatever right. it is. I always pick the same person. I always have the same issues. And that's because these energies are there. And that energy is being attracted from the other person. And mm. that's what feels normal to you. 
So you always go for that. Yeah. You don't know it at the time. We're not aware of it consciously. These are all subconscious feelings and emotions that are there. It's subconscious that I actually am working with. Hmm. It's not your conscious mind. Because if we consciously knew this is what triggers me and this person's going to, if they do it, then I don't want to be around yeah, them. Yeah, you wouldn't. You would ignore. You wouldn't, you wouldn't choose go around that because yeah. there's no benefit. But, right. Hmm. Well, what are some things in your experience with this that people can do? Obviously, getting sessions, getting that heart well cleared—that's that's really important. But what are some things people can do in their own life to minimize negative emotions? To kind of help them master their own emotions, um, whether that's I don't know, whatever meditating. I mean, I'm just kind of throwing things out there. But what? What have you found to be effective? Or let's say, even in between sessions, do you prescribe anything in particular? Like, hey, you know, might be good to spend some time on your own or whatever. Like, are there any tips and things that you would well, recommend for emotions? Uh, meditation is always good because then you're really listening to yourself mm -hmm. and who it is. Um, I use essential oils for myself. I use uh, lavender essential oil mm -hmm. to anytime you're in a stressful situation for calming and for sleeping. If you're having a hard time sleeping, that's a great essential oil. There's many essential oils that are out there that can help you um, to stay calm and keep from anxiety and things like that. But if you're in actual pain, um, I think you just have to find the modality. I, there's many out there that work with energy now. There's more and more happening all the time. They're coming up with more energy medicine that mm -hmm. helps release some of these energies. But with the emotion, you see, you can see results in one session. Mm -hmm. I mean, every session I've had, they have felt something, hmm. you know, whether you feel just lighter, you might be a little happier. Um, and you do have a couple of days you have to process. When I work on somebody, they have two days where they can be emotional or have some something come up for them because we've released this. But after those two days, they're usually good and they'll see something that has shifted. And I can't tell them when I do the work, this will shift or that will shift if it's emotional. Like if you're coming gotcha. to me for an emotional issue, like I can work with people with ADD, HD. I've worked with people with OCD, PTSD, depression, abuse survivors, migraines. I have the ones who have the pain. I have the emotional pain. And then the ones who have mental pain. I mm -hmm. actually have worked with a bipolar person that actually feels that it helped them when they were depressed. Wow. You know, he came to me when he was depressed and he said that it actually helped him shift a little. Now, I'm not saying I can cure it, right. but if you can release enough of those emotions that may be built up inside of them Helps to help them, the it. body heals yeah. itself. I'm not healing the body. I'm just releasing those negative emotions, mm. and it does really make a big difference. That's really interesting. It's almost like kind of a, well, just like like I said, a good chiropractor, a good osteopath, whatever, they work on the alignment of the body so that it can heal itself. In this sense, you're clearing those emotions so that that flow of energy can be can support itself for, for healing. And that's what's interesting with the body code because I can actually work on your skeleton as well. Hmm. You may have a negative emotion stuck in your skeleton that needs to be released. People who get migraines, especially if there's a bone in your eye that many times comes up with people who have migraines. And it's somebody who's been in a car accident where you're, you could have a problem with your eye socket or something mm -hmm. to work on and you release that emotion and the migraines go away. Wow. So it's interesting. I mean, like, I'm not a doctor. I don't know all the what all those bones will do or not do, but that's how Dr. Bradley helps us when we do the body code is understanding some of that and where it's being released. But I really just leave it up to the system to tell me what where, what area I need to work on. 
That's amazing. So what, you know, if somebody wanted to get a session with you, or let's say do the heart wall clearing, like what what would you say, what what could they expect? What makes you different? What's, you know, what is a session or let's say uh, your treatment like that distinguishes you? Um, well, what I do is I charge $85 for one session, but if you come in for a heart wall clearing, I lower it to $80 a session. And anyone who's listening to your podcast here that mentions that they've heard Tudor's podcast, I will give them a complimentary uh, session. And especially if you have pain, because pain is so easy to, for you to really see that it's working, Mm -hmm. but I will give you a free session, your first one, uh, free to see that this really can help you and see if it, if it resonates with you. No, it really does, guys. I mean, I, Lee has been in my life now for a year with this stuff, and I can tell you absolutely 100% again, I have no idea how it works, but it works like crazy, and I have had results, like I said, primarily for me, it's been more about emotions, managing triggers, not reacting to things anymore, attracting opportunities, things shift in my life, creative thinking, I mean, that's been all my benefits, but you've heard, you know, she's treated and worked with people uh, literally over the phone on their physical issues, and there's been results, and there's testimonials on her site. So uh, for me, it's made such an impact in my life that I wanted to share that story with her. You know, part of this podcast is, you know, the beginning is inspiring you to take action towards what you love, you know, to live a transformed life, to enjoy the journey there. That is not just a cliche. I really mean that. You know, to be, for you to be able to take action towards what you love, that means you can't be stopped by a negative emotion like grief or sadness or whatever. You know, for you to live a transformed life, you have to handle your emotions. For you to enjoy the journey there, to be grateful, you have to have a handle on your emotions because emotions are like one of the pillars of our life. You know, so that's been a huge lesson for me in the last year, which is just getting present to the value of working on your emotions and and really being aware and learning how to use them for the positive because emotions are wonderful. They're, you know, they, they would color life for us, you know, but unfortunately without a, uh, a awareness of when they're useful and when they're not, they also burn us out, you know, and they, they, they're not useful, right? So being able to master emotions has been, in my life, in my own experience, one of the main pillars of health, you know, and, and transformation and all this stuff that we talk about on a regular basis. So check Lee out. I think that you will definitely, even the first session, like she said, you will definitely feel a difference in my case. I even, even with my <laughs> stubborn attitude in the beginning, I still felt something, you know, and with the second session, it got better. And then pretty soon by the third and fourth, and then we got that heart wall down and I just noticed massive, massive change in my life. So uh, yeah, and different. you can reach me by looking at my website at www.leemudro.com. So it's L E E M U D R O.com. And my phone number is 602 828 3850. Yeah, so just mention this episode that you heard it, guys, and you'll get a complimentary session on the house with Lee. The emotion code is is nothing to shake a stick at. It is awesome. I mean, Tony Robbins is endorsing it now. So that tells you something, you know, that's a, that's a really big deal. Uh, it's legit. So check it out. If you're, if you're suffering from physical pain, if you're suffering from emotional pain, mental, anything going on in that direction, if you're stuck, if you're not, you know, feeling like your creativity is blocked, all that stuff you can be worked on with your emotions. So 
Thank you so much, Lee. This has been a pleasure. I'm so happy that I can share your story and what you do with people because it really does benefit. Uh, it's benefited me a lot, and I've seen other people really benefit from the work you've done. So that's exciting. I think anything that we can learn to uh, improve our lives and and get get a handle on this thing called life is is awesome. So thank you, Tudor. I appreciate you having me. Thank you, getting uh, me out there. And I really want to do this work because I care about people and I want to help yeah. them. That, and that's the other thing too. You know, that's that's what I like about you is that you you love what you do. This is not a business for Lee. This is something that she genuinely is passionate about which is in alignment with what I talk about here, which is, you know, following your passion and being, creating a life that you love and sharing what you are gifted at with other people. So that's one thing I really respect about you too. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, guys. So now I'm going to give you a little takeaway for this episode. Here we go. Mastering our emotions is a fundamental pillar of life. Indeed, most of our suffering or quality of life issues stem from unmanaged emotions like anxiety, anger, sadness, or shame. In a breakthrough technique called the Emotion Code, Dr. Bradley Nelson uncovers the powerful link between these negative emotions and our physical and spiritual health, teaching us that the path to abundance, happiness, and clarity lie in releasing our trapped emotions and mastering our feelings through all of life's changes. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.